Welcome to the Bin Min Podcast. We know that the Christian life can be hard to figure out, but we believe everyone should know their next steps for making their spiritual life more important to them. I'm Dad. I'm Bob. I'm Dave. You know, guys, some days the responsibilities of life just become so much for me. And I know they are for you too. I mean, as I, as I look at both of you, I realize that the, the, both of you have so much that you need to take care of or care for. For example, Dave, as I look at you, I know that you're heavily burdened by your hair care, your skin care, and your foot care. And Bob, I Ouch. know that, <laughs> that health care- This is getting weird. <laughs> dental care. And both of you owning your own homes, it's home care, lawn care, and soon maybe child care. That was a big hint to yeah, both of you. you. Okay, And for me, it's Medicare. But on today's episode, we really want to talk about the one thing that we should all be caring about, and that's soul care. That's okay, right. So who's going to kick us off on what we mean by soul care? Yeah. What do we mean by soul care? That's a, I feel like we need to have the intro, that soul man. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> song, yeah, yeah. Song in the background. Yeah, it can be the, arranged. <laughs> what, what do we mean by soul care? Uh, let's first define what do we mean by soul. So human beings were created with a physical body and an immaterial soul. Right? You can see that from the very beginning in the first chapters of Genesis. And our soul exists even after our physical death. The soul, think about it this way, the soul is the spiritual side that makes up who we are. Mm. So it, it defines what we think about, how we feel, what we choose to do. Our soul also impacts our, impacts our relationships, our relationship with God and other humans. So this probably would be my definition then for soul care. Soul care is seeking to heal wounded souls Ooh, and maintain healthy ones. Yeah. You want to repeat that again? Because that's really worth repeating. Okay. Yeah. Soul care is seeking to heal wounded souls and maintain healthy ones. Mm. What, um, Dave, what does a healthy soul look like? I mean, you would know of all people. I mean, look at you. At least at this table. <laughs> um, yeah. So like I, the outside package may not look great, but it's what's on the inside that counts. Somewhere in here. Where does the soul live? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I would be very simple with it. I don't think we should overcomplicate it. A healthy soul is one that is filled with the Holy Spirit. Ooh. So once you're saved and converted into this new creation, um, you're indwelt by the Holy Spirit. And as you mature spiritually, whether that's through the spiritual disciplines, prayer, the word, which we've, we've dived pretty deep into in different episodes, mm -hmm. um, you're going to continue to grow, right? So this is so, – so soul care by this definition, a healthy soul is one that is um, – really just being saturated by the Holy Spirit through every avenue possible in some sense. So that as that as your spiritual life continues, um, you're recognizing maybe to make it simple as like in Galatians, the fruit of the spirit, right? If you need oh, a Galatians quick kind five. of like yeah. Galatians five, if you need a quick litmus test um, to sort of be self-evaluative, or even when we talk about fasting in the spiritual yeah. church, you can tell that you are maturing spiritually, i.e. that the, the Holy Spirit is indwelling you more and more and more. What is the fruit of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Mm, that's good. I so think I'm the, missing one. Is that fruit. all? Oh, it's probably, yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I wasn't listening to what you're saying. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, that's good. Those are fruits. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. So, yeah. uh, but, but one disclaimer, I'm not saying that like in a quality, in a, qu in a quantitative sense that you're, 
gonna have like your little meter of Holy Spiritness. Like once you're right. saved, you're indwelt by the Holy Spirit. Exactly. Yeah, that's he good. is omnipresent and infinite. Yeah. But then he kind of gains more control over your life, and yeah. you start seeing like a like a plant more and more fruit coming Bingo. out of your life. Because like you good. just said, if your soul is reflective of the non physical elements of your existence, yep. like that's in a certain state when you are saved and converted. Right. And hopefully, it's getting better over time. And by exactly, God's power. I think yeah, more you're, healthy. You're not just like converted in. Bam! No more sin. Boom! No more struggle. Yep. No more temptation. No more problems. So, so how do we how do we cultivate that? I mean, yeah. you know, you're talking about you're, you're talking about sort of the end product, and I agree with you. I think what you talked about with the spiritual disciplines, the uh, mm-hmm. devotional Bible reading, worship, prayer, those are all great. Where are we gonna Where are we gonna find that? Yeah. Well, that's kind of the, what's happening inside. But what happens around a healthy soul? Like a healthy soul gets cultivated. In church community. Oh, I thought you were going to say by going to binmin.org. Yeah, well, that too. But, yes, totally. I think yeah. what you had to say was probably <laughs> <That's not> gonna... <laughs> more appropriate. Um, so it's kind of like um, the local church is the ecosystem that helps uh-huh. souls thrive. You like yes. that? <laughs> I know. He loves it when I use the big words. He can't so, handle it. So it's like, like, I, I don't know what it means. I know. So this is like, this is going to be a, such a terrible illustration. But I'm excited I remember, to hear this. I remember growing up and we had a neighbor down the street who was so pumped because he was buying an iguana. All right. So his mom let him buy an iguana. And so um, no offense to those of you out there who grew up with an iguana. Um, but I, I, so I didn't know what that means. So yeah. how do you raise an iguana? Do you take it on walks? Do you let it run around your house? What I didn't realize is there's a whole ecosystem basically that you have to buy for an iguana. Uh-huh. It's got to have the right rock and it's got to uh-huh. have enough crickets to eat. And it's got to uh-huh. have a heat lamp that's just the right temperature. So it's kind of like... <laughs> In this analogy, apparently, let's hear it. Apparently, we're How's the iguana. <laughs> okay, um, but the church is this ecosystem around us that helps our souls be healthy, right? Yeah, so you yeah. have leaders to help your soul, preaching to help your soul, opportunities to use your spiritual gifts that'll mm. help your soul, community of other saints around you to help your soul. So mm. just make sure that it's a church that's focused on Jesus mm. and one that actually uses the Bible yeah, as God's right. word, as God's authority for all the areas of our life, especially where we need to respond to challenges. You know, I, I love that. I, I really do. I think that's great. But there's the flip side of that coin, right? <clears throat> and that is the unhealthy soul. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the reasons people, Christians, have unhealthy souls? Yeah, so maybe I would say particularly for believers who are listening and wondering, I don't feel like I have a large amount of health in my soul, or maybe I'm a young believer, or I'm a long-standing believer who's lapsed, whatever stage you're in, mm-hmm. you just got to recognize that, you know, we live in a world that is not just agnostic towards Christianity. Like I know we, we in this day and age, we'd like to believe we live in an incredibly tolerant context. It's tolerant to what seems everything except Christianity, sure. O- sure. O- oddly enough, I suppose. Um, so just recognizing that we live in an incredibly like sinful propagating world where Satan is actively roaming and where realistically not just satan and not just the world but our own flesh and native desires are trying to consume us at all times because we're Mm. born with a sinful nature like that's every possible direction of spiritual oppression and and um i man oh man it was beautiful but last sunday my wife and i went to our church and um the pastor um, quoted a theologian who said that the soul, when basically untended to, doesn't just drift towards godliness and soul care. Right. It's not naturally going to drift that way. It's not naturally going to drift that way. It's going to be the opposite. Um, 
so yeah, it is the unfortunate state of things, but, um, fortunately, so that's the unfortunate reality. Fortunately, God does, um, allow us to face these trials so that our faith as believers can deepen. It's just, I guess the unfortunate thread there is that many times believers aren't equipped. They haven't been tending their, to their souls. They haven't been in the word, haven't to been in prayer. To know how to respond to their And flesh, thus they get the overwhelmed. Devil, the world. They, fa- they yeah. face that, that wave comes crashing down and they weren't ready, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that, that as, as an older guy and having, um, since 28, I'm 64 now, but having been in the church and seeing that so much, it breaks my heart so much. Do you want to address what causes some folks just to, to develop an unhealthy soul when they're faced with all of these things that Dave was talking about? Yeah. Um, one answer to that is that we can allow ourselves to be ruled by unhealthy emotions. Mm. Um, so if you think about it almost like a train, right, we need to let our mind move our will, right, our decision-making, and then that to influence our feelings, our emotions. So like our thinking is what's going to inform our choices, is going to inform our emotions, not the opposite way around. So the analogy have of the, the train, yeah. the thought... Is the, the, the engine? Is the engine. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that I'm being driven about, okay, so what's true? What's right? What's what's right? What's real? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm going to make choices based on that in my life, even if it's hard, even the circumstances are hard. And then feelings, excuse me, feelings inevitably follow. Emotions inevitably follow. And it's still going to be a struggle. But the problem is, for a lot of us, we allow our emotions, the caboose, to flip the train around. And the caboose is acting like the engine. And, we're, and that's totally misdirected. So we get thrown about by all of our emotions. Yeah. Um, and instead, when we face challenges then, our emotions quickly tell us, God's abandoning me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He doesn't love me, right? Like, yeah. I, I, I can be angry at this person because they didn't do it my way. They didn't give me what I deserve. Mm. And like, if that's you or that's me, that's an indicator that I need some soul care. Yeah. I need to get recalibrated and yeah. somebody's help from mm. God's word. That's right. Who is it? I feel like it's like Ben Shapiro, someone who always says facts don't care about your feelings. And it's so appropriate to think in the spiritual context to not let your train get flipped. Yeah. Title of our episode today. Don't let your train get flipped. You be the captain of your caboose. What is a train? Engineer? Engineer. Yeah, he's an engineer. Conductor? Yeah. So tell me this more though, Dave, about like what does that look like? So I was talking about kind of this train analogy and like our mind and our will and our emotions, but really like how does that manifest? What does it look like when I'm actually being an unhealthy soul? Is how that just something it? I need to worry about? Like, what does it look like? Well, okay. So you ask how, but I would just start by saying like, it does manifest. Like having an unhealthy soul never just affects you. And if you think this is something mm. you can squelch and oh. bury down, mm. you know, like unfortunately there was this strong thread of American masculinity or bravado or something that was idealized rugged independence. for years. Yeah, it was like, well, you know, I can just, you know, deal with it. You know, I'm going to take all my emotions and problems and spiritual and health and bury it deep down and pour some whiskey on it. You know, <laughs> yeah, there you go. it's like, that is just wrong. Um, so you, I mean, you, you have to realize that there's going to be consequences of an unhealthy soul. It is going to bubble over. Yeah, like I don't have a perfect analogy, but whatever you're like, once again, out of the abundance of the heart, heart, the mouth speaks. We've talked like right. blaze Pascal. Uh, yeah. And, and it's like, Whatever reservoir is getting filled, 
to overflowing. That's what's going to impact other people. Whatever muscle is being exercised, if it's a, a, one of unhealth, yeah. then that's what's going so to do be. Do you have like any examples of like what like so? If I'm unhealthy, what well, you're saying is like I, I actually do. Okay. Um, and again, uh, if I'm perfectly candid, please you know, we welcome uh, that. Yeah, I mean, I I'm 64. I mean, I had uh, you know a stressful jobs a lot of times. I faced a lot of stresses, but. Um, some of the things that uh, I can become, or I've seen other people who struggle with unhealthy souls, mm -hmm. they become overly sensitive. Mm -hmm. They can become divisive. Um, they can become anxious, uh, depressed. Uh, in fact, <sighs> there were times I really struggled with communications. Mm -hmm. I mean, mom and I would mm -hmm. have trouble communicating uh, when when I was going through things like that. So um, I, I would be foolish to sit here and maybe I shouldn't be so candid on, on the air because I don't know who's listening to this. But frankly, there are. I am. Dave is Probably not. at this age, all your friends are dead. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln so, not here anymore. So, so since I. So, James Madison. <laughs> I know that's how we receive your vulnerability. Yeah, Thank I, you for that. Which is one of the reasons why I was so <laughs> hypersensitive. <laughs> just you. overly Keep sensitive. Them, and Keep them buried Thank down. you yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad well, that it went and, down. Well, and what's, so, what's funny to me is like we could literally spend multiple episodes long just listing what unhealthy <laughs> souls do because that's the real life of all of us. Yeah. Right? We yeah. constantly, our sin and our brokenness is coming out of us and it's affecting other people. Well, right? and that's, and that's great because when, when we talk about how, how do we deal with these things? Yeah. I don't want yep. anyone listening, thinking that the three of us somehow, well, we know the answer, but we're not perfect at applying. Yeah, we, would, right. we would be a better host for explaining, like you said, what, you know, unhealthy, mm -hmm. like spiritual life tensor, but our goal, yeah. our eye on the prize right. means steadfastly pursuing Christ likeness, Amen. pursuing saturation of the Holy Spirit. We are not ambassadors of completion. We're ambassadors of hope. And our yeah. hope is in Christ. He will make manifest through his Holy Spirit. The things that we're talking about, yeah. fortunately, even though we kind of make light of the fact like, yeah, we're we'd be real good at running a podcast on like, so this is how I goofed up today. Yeah, right. you know. Well, do you want to move in that direction then? Yeah. So, so how do you help? So, if mm -hmm. so, Bob, you want to take that or or Dave? Because yeah. as a pastor, I'm sure you deal with this not infrequently. Yeah. Well, both as Dave said, both within my own heart and also with other people. Like, um, how how would I help, or how would you help if you're watching or listening? How would I help a hurting Christian, someone who has some unhealth in their soul? The answer is by pointing them to a Christian who can help them understand and apply God's word to the place where they need it. So the place of sin mm -hmm. or the place of suffering, where they need, and there's both involved in this, mm. a Christian that can help them. So this could mean a few things. It could mean pointing them to a Christian leader or pastor that's able to connect with them and help them. Um, you know, somebody like in the church. It could mean pointing them to a good Christian counselor. Um, who is even able to use some professional experience along with God's word to help them. Or it could mean pointing them to yourself and saying, hey, I want to help you. You're clearly going through some hurt. You're wrestling through some sin. And I want to walk with you. And I actually want to help equip you with some biblical principles that aren't abstract. Yeah, they yeah. apply directly to what you're dealing with in your life right now. So really, and the reason why I make such a big deal of that is because I don't have a Bible right here on the table, but like, God's word is the only reliable resource that we have that's going to help us deal with spiritual problems, mm. right? If it's a soul 
problem, the thing that gets at our souls is God through his word. So ultimately in the goal of helping people, um, helping other people, and again, we need help as well. It's the same goal for us, but in soul care is I don't want you just to feel better. Mm. I don't want you to just understand the problem better. Mm. I don't want you to just change your behavior. I want you actually to, to know God's will and do it better and have a deeper, closer relationship yeah. with God That's on great. the far end of this Getting thing. Does better. that make sense, the difference there? Well, it does. But, <clears throat> you know, as we do with these podcasts, we're, I, I'd like to kind of come down to the last question, which is yeah. the practical question, the Good. so what question. And that is, is um, if this issue of soul care is so important, shouldn't we just leave soul care especially to unhealthy souls, shouldn't we just leave that to the professionals, to the pastors, to other counselors? Um, I'll say a quick word. You're a pastor. What would you... I'll say a quick word on that because you're ready to jump in, Dave. Yeah. I would say there are times when, when soul care counseling requires more intensive attention, right? There are circumstances where folks need to be referred specifically to a trained counselor, um, and very importantly, if a person is an immediate threat, either to themselves or to other people, like you should reach out to a counseling or a medical professional or sometimes even authorities yeah. to keep them or to keep others safe, yeah. right? And sometimes there is a best practice of having yourself or someone else connect with someone that has some more professional experience or pastoral experience, but I can tell by the glint in your eye, Dave, that you're about to say something that's probably even, it's equally if not more important. It almost always is. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I, I, I know agree with say. you. Yep. I absolutely, and I don't think we can reinforce that enough that like there is, there is oftentimes a time and a place for professional help, mm-hmm. but that isn't entirely realistic all the time, especially with the majority, if I'm just painting in broad strokes of our relationships. That's right. You are undoubtedly going to have friends and we know even just where we sit here in this current year, like I am so appreciative that mental health um, awareness and sensitivity is where it is. That That's of the same feather of what we're talking about with spiritual health, right? So recognizing that you, the listener, ourselves, oftentimes may be the best resource at that time. Not saying that we're not going to advocate them to go get pastoral help or professional help, link up with a counselor, but it's not realistic to think that somebody is going to be self-evaluative thinking, I'm in a really rough place and I'm going to go check myself in somewhere or go make a call or go set up an appointment. Like sometimes the best thing you can do is just to be there and be a resource and tell like if somebody tells you that they're struggling, not to just respond with like, Oh, I'll pray for you. That's important that you are doing that. But like being proactive about pursuing that person and being like, look like the world would not be better off without you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the spirit indwells you. You have gifts. You are valuable. You are wonderful. Um, and sometimes, yeah, just in personal experience, like just being present for somebody, just for them to know, like, especially if they're in a hopeless place, especially Mm -hmm. as a believer and someone may who's feeling the weight of their sin or feeling like the the unhealth of their soul is cascading and crashing down on them, um, for you to be a beacon of hope, pointing them toward Christ, um, in a non-patronizing way, but just as a peer, like shoulder to shoulder being like, I'm here, like, I'm not going to leave you. That's right. Um, cause Christ doesn't abandon us. And they can almost lean on your faith straight up for a little while to say, it's hard for me to believe Uh it's hard for me to change, Uh but I have this brother, I have this sister who's saying, man, 
hope is there, mm-hmm. change is possible, mm-hmm. and we can look to a faithful God in this that's right. and not just to ourselves to fix it. That's yeah. right. And that's, that's right. so so important. Thank you. I really hope that this episode on soul care was helpful for you all. And thank you for listening to the Ben Min Podcast. We believe that everyone should know their next step for making their spiritual life more important to them. Ben Min is a resource ministry dedicated to helping you discover those next steps. Yeah, so thank you for listening to this podcast or watching the video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, please make sure to like, subscribe so you're, you're notified when, uh, when we release new content. Uh, and be sure to check us out on socials as well. We'll be peppering things there that you won't see on the other avenues. Yeah, thanks for joining us. We'll look forward to next time. God bless. God bless.